Okay, yo, 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 it's your boy Ilyzy and your boy Dweezy F taught me. We're back, we're back, we're back again. Sorry for the wait. It's been for the wait. It's been seven months, but you know, it's, it's been good a, things a take time. So, what do you mean? No, it just feels like yesterday. To you, it does. Yesterday. Well, to me, I, I remember even the last episode coming out, I was on holiday. After I just finished editing it and putting that, putting that, putting that out, I was on. The funny thing is, um, the difference between then and now is that you thought uh, you had so many thoughts about what your year was going to be. Yeah, I had so many plans. So many I had plans. all these ideas of what I was going to do. I was oh. going to change my scenery, but you know, all the things change. All the, the world doesn't kind of comply with what your plans are, and so we here. We are chat. So we've we've actually. We're coming back with season two. First episode is coming on the 10th of August. So be ready for that. But in the meantime, you know, we've, we've always been at the, well, we were at kind of, you know, the forefront of catching up on, on what's going on in the world. But we're going to take a different, different angle. We're just going to do a, a catch up. We're going to hit the rewind button real quick. Yeah, we're just going to list off a couple of things that have happened since the last time we linked up, since the last time. You know, <laughs> a lot of things that we missed out on. A lot of things have happened that we've forgotten about. And a lot of things that we clearly probably haven't missed out on because they didn't happen. Yo, too easy. So let us know what's been happening. What's been happening that oh, you gosh, find worthwhile? Happened. There's been so much that's happened. It's like, what hasn't happened? Australia was <laughs> on fire at the start. Of- I can't believe that was, I can't believe that was 2020. That was like January the first of Jan. That was this year. Like Australia was on fire. It was called again. There was a a, a lady met met Black Jesus in Northcliffe. Oh, you oh shit! Was that January? I thought that was last year. That was this year. That's crazy. That was like February, yeah. Kobe died. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. The U.S. killed Soleimani uh, in Iran. The drone strike. Yes, because that was January. Many, that was supposed to spark off World War Three. That was when all those World War Three memes came, and the internet went wild. Donald Trump had a had a impeachment trial. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump. <laughs> Good one on one day. <laughs> Donald Trump had an impeachment trial uh, on a personal one that fraud. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that fraud mm. Unai Emery was kicked out of Austin. Get out of our club. Get out and also think about that if he hadn't left he wouldn't have won the FA Cup and that's that's crazy and that's after a terrible right. after a terrible season he still won a medal what else has happened I don't think it's been an eventful year like I mean obviously the big thing is 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 is, 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 is Brexit. Bre- well Brexit's Brexit. been happening you know Brexit's that's, still that's, the, that's definitely the biggest thing that's happened this year I think you reckon yeah. Brexit bigger than the, Bigger than nothing else. Nah, nah. Anything else? Presidential election in the United States, maybe. Well, all the all the Democrat runners dropped out. Maybe that was quite big. I don't know. Tiger King. That was huge, huge. Nothing else. Yeah. Was that this year? No, that was last year. Was this year? That was last year. Are are you sure? The Epstein documentary dropped this year. Kim Jong Un faked his death to weed out the snakes in his in in his camp. I feel like I'm going to do that one day yes, and just was- see who's writing and who's, 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 who's a fake-ass friend. <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah, going to be there at the end? That's definitely top five. He literally faked his own death. Just Crazy, bro. Still writing for him. That was big. That was big. Damn, what else happened? I, it's been such an uneventful year. 
Nah, you know, I just like 500 else. billion rand was looted from the country. You know, the huge, oh, yeah, the huge. Yeah, yeah, the usual. What else happened this year? Well, there was a small movement, you know, small Black Lives Matter, small marches around here and there. Just a number of protests, couple of protests. That have been happening for almost two months, you know. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's taken notice of that. No, I think the media is really just not being serious, you know. They didn't, just some local guys chanting away. Sports stars also kneeling now before matches. Yo, this is what happened. We dropped the Emmy preview as our last episode of season one. Parasite wins best picture at the Oscars. Boom, then the world goes to shit. Oh, you know, did it again. Harvey Weinstein went to jail also, which I think was... Perfect. If you oh, yes, he also. did. He really did. Which I think it ties in really nicely with that also. That was one for the books. Besides that, really, nothing much. I can think of all the things that didn't happen this year, should have happened. First thing, the Olympics just conveniently didn't happen. Euro, Euro 2020 didn't happen. Also didn't happen. Don't know why. Christopher Nolan's Tenet movie was supposed to drop. Trying to get it seen in cinemas. I don't know why that's not happening. They're, they're all professional sports are cancelled for a while. I'm not sure why that happened. And they just conveniently came back in the month of June. So it was nice to have them back. You know, the NBA is in a bubble now. No fans for some odd reason. Yes, that's also been very weird. I think they've kind of done it well with regards to when it comes to football, uh, European football. It's, it's just happened to work. I don't know. The German was a bit weird for me when that began. Yeah, because, I mean, they were the, they were the like, I want to say pioneers, but not pioneers. They were the, the guinea pigs of the experiment. Yeah, it just, you know, it was really bland, though. No sound. I think the, the weird uh, fan cutout thingy that they did in the Premier League at first was kind of a laugh, but it yeah. went by. It was like, okay, at least like... It did yeah. kind of make it a little bit better, you know, that FIFA sound. It was. It was actually literally... Mm. It's it's that same feeling of playing FIFA. Exactly. Um, just have the actual players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It it worked out. It worked out. Um, oh, won the league that year, but no, there was. I don't know. If, I think maybe the league was cancelled. I don't know. Some not sure. Random team. Yeah. Really random team. Just like Michael that. Jordan's documentary dropped on Netflix. There's ten episodes. That was a go-to documentary. That was. I think. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking about good things, we want to talk about things that really you can. Give a round of applause. Haven't seen that, but I've seen a lot of hype around it. You still haven't seen it. We spoke about this like three months ago. You know, sometimes you gotta just let things chill, get to it at a stage when the yeah, you right, you right, you right, you right. That's what I did with Breaking Bad. Then was a good decision. I think another one for me would be Ozark. Recently got into that. Haven't started yet, but you know we'll get to it. There's a lot. There's enough on Netflix to watch in these times. You know, funny way the world's gone. People are wearing masks. I've seen that a lot. I've seen that a lot. Actually, some people are wearing them. Some choose not to wear them. You know, those who choose not to wear them, you don't know. Conspiracies are going around for some reason. Don't know. 5G, apparently, the thing that we should be looking out for. Government want to plant chips in us to to track us all the time. As if we don't have phones already, but you know, we move. When has that not been a thing about? You know, the problem is, is that you give middle-aged people the internet and this is what happens. I don't think so because I remember distinctly when I was in high school and we were all being introduced to YouTube for a good month. Everyone thought that your favorite musician was in the Illuminati. Yeah, but who created those rumors? Middle-aged people. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to take a closer look at that. I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I don't know. I, it had me listening to gospel music for a good week. I, there was a documentary series that one of the guys at school downloaded. And it was, it was about the subliminal messaging in, in the world and how 
Muslim people should really become like united and wait for the day of judgment because all of these things were ha- happening. Like Rihanna's uh, umbrella song was all part of the Illuminati. It was like a it was like a forty episode series. I cannot remember the name. And then I remember someone even called us into a meeting. I called the Muslim guys at school, and they were like, "You all need to watch this and be careful of what's happening out there and stay away from all these haram things." I'm like, "Yo, what the hell is this?" So I watched it, and as I'm watching, I'm like, "This makes sense." But it doesn't make sense because I know that logically it doesn't, it's not supposed to make sense. But, you know, at the same time, like I can understand why people believe conspiracies. But if you have some level of intellect, you really should be able to dissect them and debunk them, especially where there's a plethora of information online that you can have access to. One thing I can say about this year is that I think it's been a big year. Well, the year is not over. We just entered into the second half. Still fresh, I hope. Mm, That legs are still good, bro. It's been it's been a it's been a big year for conspiracy theories. I think that what we thought we knew before, uh, with regards to just exactly what you're talking about, you should know better. Exercise a little rationality when you engage with things online. The degree to which we have thought we understood how to deal and manage with these things, and what is occurring now, completely blown out of the water. I don't True. think that the rules have been made with regards to how to engage with people at that level with regards to misinformation and conspiracy. And I think that the past couple of months has been the greatest test that humanity globally has ever had. Yeah. The speed and ease at which you can access and be confronted by these conspiracies. And that litmus test of, you know, critical thinking, of taking something in and being able to discern I mean, okay, no, no, no. Let me, let me rephrase that. The litmus test as to how the degree to which, or let me rather say, the percentage of society that has the ability to take something in and see whether at face value or not, is it worth your time or is it complete and absolute utter bullshit? And I think that as a species, we have failed. Average is... Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. We, we, we're, sitting, we're, sitting, we're sitting below the government pass rate right now. It's on the floor. It's honestly on the floor. And I think that the list of conspiracies is higher than the list of TikTok trends and things that have happened this year. Speaking of which, another thing that's happened is now that Donald Trump wants to ban TikTok in America. I think that's actually going to be very interesting. Um, and I don't understand what's... I'm trying to think what the positive effects of banning TikTok would be in terms of misinformation. If anything... The funniest thing for me about TikTok, when I think about that, like looking beyond the absurdity of, you know, banning TikTok is as a platform, I think this has been the year of TikTok in terms of the next chain, in terms of social media engagement Mm. as a species. I think that every, or I'm saying as a species, because I think every country has a different way of engaging, but humanity as a whole the way in which we engage with social media reveals something new about us as, as human beings. Mm. Um, Facebook, when it was popular, was where you catch up with people from, you know, your old school, high school, older people, people they haven't seen in years, until it became a place where you just knew it's where you're going to get the shittiest opinions, the shittiest text. Yo, and you really do get the shittiest opinions on Facebook. The shittiest opinions. Your uncles, your old class. Not even uncles. It's mostly old classmates and people you went to school with. But also, I think it also has to do with the the fact in terms of like the age differentiation. 
you know, on Facebook with like a lot of older people. And that's mm. where the, the bad information is being sent. Facebook and WhatsApp chain messages. Two ways in which the most information which you can already tell is something that I shouldn't engage in. This is like, this is just bullshit. Mm. I think those, that's when we started seeing that. Instagram brought with it its own, you know, aspects of how people are managing and being able to understand what's real, what's fake in terms of what people are presenting about their lives. And then Twitter, Twitter's just a lot of things. Twitter's, Twitter's a whole lot of things. So there's a mess. TikTok this year. Mm. TikTok, TikTok, yeah. Has shown us something else. And I think I would be so bold as to say that of all those platforms, for me, it has come across as the one where there's a lot of information being distributed that is weirdly accurate. It's yeah. been a place where a lot of factual information has been given in a creative way, but it's also the space dominated by, you know, the youngest age group. Of- yeah. Well, I mean, that's social media is that's, a, that's who it attracts first, really. Each new platform attracts the, the people that are going to drive forward, which is, which is the younger generation. So then if you're saying that, would you say that everything I've just said right now, about the other platforms, and their vices or evils, or let me say downside in terms of the different aspects of human stupidity that is ex- expressed through them. It's just a reflection of all these different age groups that have engaged. I think so. I think, uh, you know, obviously it's generalization, but I think it, it does contribute to it. Like TikTok wouldn't have been as popular if the current times we are in now didn't exist and it's driven by young people who have these creative ideas to do whether it's dance trends or highlighting social issues by masking them in a, in a different type of trend or whatever it is where where you get people hijacking social media platforms is for their own gain so you look at you look at facebook for example people will post their opinion as an as a post but stated as fact like an article with no research, but they'll talk about things that they know. For instance, the Stop Farm Murder page. Sorry, it's a white genocide is a myth page on Facebook posted. They debunk. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, they debunk. They debunk the myth of white genocide. Well, they debunk white genocide in South Africa, basically. People who believe in, in white genocide post comments on this page saying, you know, 70,000, they have a, a statistic, 70,000 people have died uh, from farm murders. And this is in 2012. And the same comment is then recycled in 2020. This is more than how many people have died in South Africa from COVID-19. This is basically showing how bad it is and how the government doesn't take this seriously. That's on one aspect. That's you've got a specific set of people that go into Facebook to voice these opinions. As fact, then you've got obviously WhatsApp, WhatsApp chains. I'm not even going to go into that because that's quite obvious. Third, you've got Instagram, and that's where people are trying to monetize their, their, their views. So you've got fake forex traders that will post like their cars or supposedly their cars, rented cars, you know, nice apartments, blah, 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 all these things. When in fact they're scamming people out of their their money to to make money online, so they're not giving you a true reflection of what they do. It's a scam. So that's that that type of information. Then you know Twitter. You know I'm not really active on Twitter, so that's not where, where I'm going to go into. But then TikTok, you've got a whole mix of things. So you've got all the generations trying to do the same thing that they do on Facebook and on Instagram, 
and on WhatsApp, on TikTok, but it's driven and debunked and supported at the same time. It's propped up essentially by this generation Z. That's at least what I what I think it is. I think it's also it, it's all those things. Just listening to you, the ways in which you describe the different things that are expressed on these platforms is that the character of the information you're engaging with, how it is shaped by the demographic that happens to be on those platforms. So the WhatsApp ones, I think, are very interesting for me uh, in terms of those WhatsApp chain messages that you'll get from, like, all the relatives or, you know, like, it's, it's, it's really easily identifiable misinformation. But the, at, the same, at the same time, is then shared as, as credible by those people because you know it's i don't know if it if it's a generational thing to just believe everything that comes in a, in a poster form that tells you well, the information you need theory, to know my theory is that having grown up with these technologies developing um most younger people have also with that developed an, an internal discernment mechanism of the kind of information which you can see as official versus the kind of information that any of us could have written mm. to the point where now that there's a certain format that that information usually takes, those chain messages, which you can see, I don't even have to read it, you know. Or, yeah. Um, it's called again, please lock your doors. The end of days is happening in five days, but uh, send this to five people so that they can be saved with you. Yeah. You can really, I mean, and that's why. I mean, it's a bit more sophisticated than that now. It's a lot, it's, you'd also be surprised by how unsophisticated it is also because it's gone from two things. The sophistication of it is the, the, the reduction in the amount of information where it's no longer long messages. It can just be photos. It can be photos. Of no, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's the meme now that says, like, for instance, for, for COVID, take these three things. This is proven to beat COVID-19. Western medicine won't teach you this it's only going to be traditional medicines. And then it's got like the picture of the herb and like the ginger root and whatever. And then it tells you like crush this up and take it once a day and you will be cured from, from, from the disease. I feel like all those memes are born on Facebook. All those memes, those, those really fried, those really fried memes that you can see. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's think, that, it's probably that. And it's probably, probably Reddit. Well, there's, there's the Reddit ones. The Reddit ones are usually a lot of dank memes on Reddit um, and really esoteric kind of, you know, meme culture has become its own subculture of like you know, mm. a genre of music or film that you're into where you create a community around that. So the Reddit ones, I'd put them aside because that's obviously people with more like internet savvy skill who are creating or drafting those kind of memes but yeah. the really fried facebook memes that i'm talking about are ones where you'll have for example like the white genocide facebook group be generating their own really oh yes okay i understand what you're saying yeah 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 then then they have to agree with you yeah and it's the quality of it you can see you can see like there's a sophisticated meme technology this is talking we talk about meme technology you can see the really unsophisticated scrappy ass memes Mm. Are the ones which usually have like you know the corn filled like chalk filled bullshit like true. I mean, bullshit. if you think about where meme culture has come in the ten in the, in the past ten years, it's gone from using it to describe your emotions from like using a little baby's face or whatever it is to now it's like a serious drive of information whether it's it's real or fake. Yeah, like I feel like. 
um, it's really funny in terms of like human evolution and our use of language, the evolution of memes from, like you said, the very simple formats of meme that existed 10 years ago to, you know, developed to certain standard formats, you know, Bad Luck Brian, Confused Penguin, Fry, and those memes could be edited into a number of things. Then it became Success Baby Meme. Then it became people we actually know, where it was actual people's facial expression. I mean, I've used you as a meme many times. No, 100%. I've, I've used you as a meme, you know, and even then, that's also had become outdated. True. To a point. And it's just, it's, it's really, it's memes are the, the new hieroglyphics. They're more than hieroglyphics. Yeah, and then I mean, if you think about it, this year or last year started with those that Ed Ed and Eddie meme looking out the window. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, there was a period where every month had its own meme. Exactly. Um, and it's that's how this year started off as well, and then that just died out because you know it caught the disease. Memes, memes are more expressive than actual language at times. True. It's the highest form of communication. It really is. It's true because be like. Mm. We could just take our thoughts and channel them into each other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. take my thoughts straight into your mind. Yeah, so on, some, on some Black Mirror shit, yeah. I think 20, 30, 40 years ago, whoever was watching Back in the Future in the 80s was like, oh, 2015, 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, flying cars, maybe, is that time? Their own shoelace. Oh, well, we do have that. We do have, Nike actually released the BB Adapt, which laces itself. Hoverboards, I'll give you hoverboards. Hoverboards, we have that. When Blade Runner came out, they based it in 19, 2019. Akira was based in 2019 also. No one thought, like, they couldn't predict memes. No, because what people predict is where they think technology is going to go. But you really can't, you can't predict that type of thing because it changes all the time. And with the invention of the internet, that has, has, has changed a, a linear trajectory to one that's, you know, much more complex because more things are being discovered, more things are being input into the machine with completely different outputs. I mean, I'm sure that in the 90s or the 80s when the cell phone was invented, no one thought that you would eventually come to use a meme on your phone or, or have, have one specific device for everything, music. I mean, look, 2001 iPod is released. It's, it's a handheld device for a thousand songs. 2020, you can get an iPhone, 512 gig that houses more songs than you would ever need. You know, like when I got my first iPod, you'd have to put the CD in, rip it onto iTunes, and then drag and drop into the iPod. Now all it is, open the app, find the song, download it into your iCloud library, and it's on any device that you've got. So, you know, it's I, the, the internet changed how technology was going to drive forward, in, well, especially in terms of uh, personal consumption. I think there's, um, there's a, a way in which that predictive power of being able to see where things are going, societal trends, technology. I'm a big fan of sci-fi, so I take a lot of inspiration from 20th century sci-fi, in fact, I think that all the good ideas were, were stopped in the 90s. I think we haven't had any fresh ideas in that regard the past 20 years. Mm. And I was listening to an interview by Isaac Asimov, one of my favorite uh, authors. And it's a trend that I've seen in a lot of writers' shows also in that period is that they didn't predict the internet. They couldn't tell that like, oh, the internet would happen. Exactly, yeah. They could foresee or those people who were thinking that way could tell that once 
our information gathering and information sharing ability transcends what it was at that time, i.e. like what the internet is now, where mm. one from one side of the world can engage with something that's happening on the other side of the world, like immediately. And that means obviously all forms of information, art, literature, ideas are sh- being shared like that. Obviously, immediately, yeah. I don't have a, an idea of the platforms through which that trans, uh, was called again, that, that transfer would occur. Mm. But that mechanism, once that happened, then it means that anything was up in the air. It was, it was, it was up for grabs with regards to how those things would evolve, how they would change. I mean, the iPod and music for me is actually a very interesting one because I always reflect that there was a growing up, music piracy was a huge problem. Huge. In a stage where mm. everyone is paying for their music and no one has a problem with it. No, it's actually quite crazy. I was thinking about this the other day. When I, I don't know if this is incriminating or not, but uh, I obviously used to. So I had the iTunes and then when Apple Music came out, you know, it was still fresh. So not everything was on there. So I'd still download music up until like 2017. And that's when all of it kind of stopped because at that point, everyone was putting their music onto streaming services instead of yes having it available for, for private download. I don't even know if those sites exist anymore. And I, I see that difference with like someone younger who has no experience of having to go on datpiff.com, LimeWire, you know, to get their music. Yo, Lime, like, Napster, LimeWire, yeah. Napster, Web trick. Web trick. <laughs> and there's something about that change in that, that early period of when we were learning the internet, we were learning how to share information, mm. things in that way. And where we are now, which is, it's, 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 I think we're in a sadder place because those big companies, those big entities, which were scared in the early period, of the, they've, control, they've taken control yeah. and they've found a way to re-commodify and, and, and structure the ways in which we engage with those things, which is also kind of messed up the ways in which we consume and share that experience. Because, mm. for example, music, the saturation of music and hip hop, especially, I believe, and in how we've experienced it in the past couple of years, all these new, you know, people who once upon a time you would have called industry plants. Yeah. They were industry plants. Now people listen to as if they like Tupac, you know, and it's no one, they can say the most absurd thing or give the wackest tape, but they will be within the mainstream because that aspect of co-creating taste, I believe like it doesn't exist anymore because the industry just directly says Apple music exclusive and they will be hot. You know, in the same token, though, yes, there's the freedom aspect of people who are really good, who have never would have had the access to material infrastructure, you know, they can also drop and they can blow up anytime because anyone can reach them. But mm. I feel that the window is closing, though, for that period of Internet freedom until everything becomes fully commodified. Oh, yeah, completely. Commodified. I mean, that's already it's already happening with uh, video streaming. Really? Video streaming is another one mm. because once they defeated piracy, then they really defeated the, the free aspect of that. Well, except there is still a lot of piracy with video streaming. There's still a lot of that. And that one's not going to go away. Any no, no. People, people are, are also lining up to pay for Disney. Plus. No, but the reason why that won't go away is because of the number of streaming platforms available. If, whereas if you look at music... We've only got, well, at least that I understand, it's Amazon, which is really a nobody in the game, Apple Music and, and Spotify. So you've got three platform choices 
you can subscribe to one or two and be sorted with music. Whereas yeah. with video streaming, if you are signed up to Netflix, you don't get what's available in Disney Plus or what's available on Amazon Prime or Hulu or Quibi or whatever it is. You then have to pay your 160 Rand $10 a month to 10 different platforms. So you're spending $100 a month on 10 different platforms when you can still find it on these free sites and just pay your normal internet subscription per month for content that's that's more much more widely available. And the weird thing about that is that you're seeing in real time how those companies are really trying to find, once the Netflix thing happened, once like, you know, the Netflix moment and the Netflix effect occurred, you can see in real time how they're trying to find like a ways to get their grip back on like, you know, the power. Yeah. Uh, HBO is going to, I think HBO is going to be doing mad things just because of who they are and what they can drop. This brings me now back full circle to where we began talking about memes is that I believe that memes are the last frontier of, of freedom <laughs> on the internet. Who would have thought that? Of creativity and expression. Well, I guess that's, that's what TikTok is, really. It's one big meme. Exactly. TikTok so if you take TikTok away, you're taking the freedom of memes away from people. You know, whether or not this has to do with US-China China political tensions, that's another story completely. But, I, I, you know, I understand, I understand what you're saying. But exactly. that's... that's. And I, and I, appreciate, I appreciate that you separated the two because there's a difference between the US-China context. And obviously, yes, TikTok is definitely taking your information i mean but so is every so is every other every other app. So is every other platform you know, that you use it big tech it was in front of the american congress this last week and they basically tried to say to congress that they're not as big as they factually are i think that's that's you know where we're heading it's it's a change from let's say america's five families the oil families to now america's five tech families or, or I don't know, it's not five, but however many it is. It's, that's that how been, the world changes. It's, it changes, but it stays the same, really. I think that for me has been, I think, the most interesting thing of the, the past couple of months is what you're describing there is, is I feel we're truly entering the 20th century right now in this period. It's funny because it's 2020, start of a new decade, all of it. And, and it's the 21st century. The 20, of the 21st century. And our current circumstance has made it really clear. Like, I think it's really plugged us in deeper into these. It's funny because like the internet is not really accessible to everyone in the world, but it's, it's more accessible now than it's ever been. And that's what we're experiencing right now. Yeah. That's what we see. A dance from this side of the world can become famous in the States because we're all now online. Everyone we're all much more connected than before. True. And the, vir- the virality of people, of things is, you know, it's obviously still difficult, but it's much easier at the same time. Yeah. You can post a photo or a video of the most random thing and it can go viral. But you can at the same time post the same or, or something even funnier or something more shocking and it goes nowhere because it does, just doesn't get picked up in the algorithms. The information goes everywhere and nowhere at the same time. It's quite crazy. It's, 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 it's chaotic. It's, and at the same time, it's so ordered. And it's, it's really interesting because we as a species have never been so connected at the same time, we've never been so alienated and separated from each other. Yeah, right now, I, I find it's it really disconcerting. Yeah, I, I find it. I find your words quite prophetic. Really chaotic yet ordered. 
And that's kind of what we're in at the moment, you know. Ordered chaos, chaotic yeah. order. Pretty much. I mean, if you look, if you consider, if you consider some of the reasons why we've been away for so long is that when we were going to start recording for season two at the beginning of the year, uh, obviously COVID nineteen took us out, wiped us out. We couldn't get to the studio. We sheltered in place, and then we weren't able to get the correct equipment to to start recording and. You know, just a whole bunch of things that, that halted us. But we're back. We are coming through with a lot of episodes. We are going to be releasing season two from the 10th of August. We're not going to be talking about COVID-19, so don't worry about that. we got a whole bunch of different thought-provoking topics, um, ranging from music to sports to health and fitness to uh social relationships i mean dizzy what else what else have we got we've got so many things we've got everything and nothing at the, at same, the same time, time. yeah i mean when you say we're not going to talk about COVID 19 that's like saying we're not going to talk about oxygen we don't have to speak about it it's everywhere we i put out i put out a, a questionnaire whole thing on my instagram asking for for possible topics that people might want to hear got some good interesting ideas so we'll be we'll be contemplating that we're going to do a revamp of our cover art we really just coming through with a totally fresh new qc for season two and and we're going to be running until the end of the year looking forward to uh keeping it eclectic keeping it open Mm -hmm. our curiosity and interests are unbounded so we can really and we will really touch on everything and anything yeah. under the sun yeah man i'm, I'm quite pumped up here i got this for what we can do and what we can pump out yeah i mean look QC, this, the qc farm the qc the qc factory this, the qc streaming farm <laughs> the streaming farm <laughs> that foxconn factory <laughs> i think the turn of the second half of the year has spurred you know a lot of people on to say okay well look this situation has stopped us at the beginning but now the second half is on us to try and make it the best that we can do. And that's what we're going to do. I feel like this platform is, is kind of like a auditory. Can I use that term? Came on a boat, but I'm going to go with it. Auditory diary of what's happening, what we're thinking about, what we're engaging with. You know, you, you look back and you see it and you engage with it whenever you want to, because that's the, the nature of this format. And it'll just really make you think like, damn, hey, like, that's what was happening around then. That's what yeah. was going on. So I'm really looking forward to what is to come this year. Like topics we don't even know we're going to touch on now that are really going to pop up, pop off or pop up as something burning. As things happen, yeah. Well, I mean, the benefit of recording from home now is that we have greater access to record episodes at a much quicker rate than we did before. That's going to be dope. I'm looking forward to it. Dweezy's looking forward to it. And we're going to be back real soon. Yeah, thanks for listening. I think it's been a really great chat. You can follow us on Twitter at QC the underscore the podcast. QC underscore the pod. What is it? QC underscore the pod. Yo, I don't even know our own Twitter handle. It's QC underscore. It's, it's at QC underscore the pod. You can follow Dweezy on Twitter at Dweezy taught me. Dweezy taught me. It is, isn't it? Follow me on Instagram at Dweezy. And peace. Yeah, look after yourself. Live long and prosper.